You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. So glad to have you back with me today. If you're new here, it's a pretty simple little process we got. There's a phone number you can call, 608-501-0718. Once you call that phone number, you'll be directed to a voicemail where you can leave a voice message, at which point I will play it, we'll talk about it, and we'll move on with our lives, okay? Like adults, you got to grow up and move on. Good Lord. With that said, uh, new callers do go first. Let me check really quick. I don't see any new callers. We have a lot, so I'm actually scrolling. Um, So we're just going to pick up where we left off, which I believe, if I didn't miss anybody here, is... Uh, the the man known as Jimmy, or as I call him, Aaron Number Two. <sighs> hey man, it's Jimmy. Hey man, uh, it is. Uh, well, listen, I just got back to the car, and I can almost feel my toes again. And um, it's given me a few minutes to, you know, kind of mull this over and let things thaw a little bit. And um, a, I want you to know, seeing in person, no doubt. Christian Watson was open a lot, a mm-hmm. lot more times than Rogers threw it to him for some reason. And at this moment, I kind of ready for Rogers to just retire because I think he's ready for it. Picking up where and we left I off. Think I'd see. like to see this offense run the way it's supposed to be run. I'll probably feel differently tomorrow. I certainly felt differently yesterday. Um, but you know what? It was a good run, and I'm really glad that we uh that my son and I got to go to this game. It was a good experience. Might be Rogers' last game ever as a Packer. Yeah, that's true. Or ever for that matter. So it was a special time that we went. Go pack go. Uh hey, let's look forward to the draft. Looking forward to hearing the analysis. Bye bye. Yeah, no, that's cool that you got to go and see that game. Um again, I'm still leaning toward he'll be back, but there is a good a fairly sizable chance, at least, um, considering how momentous that would be that you just saw his last uh, last game ever, which would be pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really super changed my opinion on the Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, apparently, the latest news that I saw from Pat McAfee is that he's meeting with the team um, today and tomorrow, uh, very long, lengthy meetings, and... Um, then we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday. I don't expect to have any real real information from that. I think the expectation is that we will. I don't think that we will. I just think it's a fact-finding mission. He wants to, you know, now that the season is done and we can focus on the offseason as opposed to the regular season, um, really kind of get a feel for where the team's at and the team can get a feel for where he's at. And um, Rodgers will take that information and use that as he goes and mulls over his decision. Um, I think it's entirely possible, Not in, well, I don't want to make it sound like it's very likely, but it, it is possible that Rodgers will have a very good idea what he wants to do at the conclusion of that meeting if he doesn't like what he hears from the Packers. But either way, we're not going to hear. I don't think we would hear on Tuesday. I think he's going to be deliberate and try to take his time. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I wish we knew 
what goes on in those meetings, but I don't think we'll we'll hear anything about uh, what was said. Uh, maybe if he decides to, uh, well, maybe after he makes his decision, he'll be a little bit more open about what was said and, and whatnot. But yeah, we'll see how she goes, I guess. Hey, Slim. Hey. We're on the bus, getting ready to go home. Upset. Disaster of a game. We got Corey and Matt from Okada Moss. What's up, boys? There's, a, there's no word. I don't know how you're going to break this down. We just lost to the Lions. You can try your best. Our you can try and make us think yeah. that Rogers would say it's not going to happen. <laughs> we don't know. End of the Packers era. Let's move on. Season's over. Let's That's see where it part. goes. That's the worst part is, like, literally we just watched the last minute of football that the Packers will play this year. We know the Rodgers contract is coming. Where do we move from here? Slip. Planet. We'll be here in. Tell us. We want to know. All right. Thanks, Slip. Love you. See ya. Love you too, bud. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, the one part of the contract I don't understand is how we have more dead money if Rogers stays. Um, I would assume it has something to do with the, um, bonuses and whatnot, but that doesn't really make sense. I'm sure it's in the fine print somewhere. I don't know. But if all those things are true, let me see if I can find it. Here's what uh, Ken Ingles had to say. Um, if Rodgers plays, then retires after 2023, the dead cap goes to $68.21 million. After 2024, the dead cap goes to $76.8 million. Right now it's at 40 And you can split it up, so it's you know we wouldn't take on a $40 million dead cap hit at once. It would be split over two years. But even, um, I mean, if you talk $68 million over two years or 76 over two years, that's a stupid amount of money. I mean, you're you're paying in dead cap Aaron Rodgers' full cap hit right now of like $30 million over two years, and he's not on the team. In the case of 76, you're talking $40 million a year. He's only getting 30, and he's our quarterback. Can you imagine having Jordan Love paying him almost nothing, but still having the most expensive quarterback room in football because we have dead cap hits for Aaron Rodgers? It just seems like... Assuming this is the case, I don't know why the Packers would want him back. I know they're they're very clear about we absolutely want him back, but how in the world do you afford this? The longer he stays, the more expensive he gets. I don't understand that. And he's not even playing well. Yeah, well, his thumb will be better and then he'll be throwing back. Listen, listen, I'll be honest, I don't care. I don't even think I want two more years of MVP Rodgers. This is too much money. We had our chances with MVP Rodgers and Devontae and, and way more established team and everything else. We're starting over with new players, younger players who are just learning. We might as well slide in our new quarterback now. We're not going to win a Super Bowl with this. It's going to take some time, and you know what else it's going to take? Money. And if we move on from Rodgers, we free up all that cap money, eventually, which we're going to need for a new quarterback. This, this, is, just, this, is, uh, this is just a mess. It's what it is. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Matt. From Okanawaki again. Going on. This is craziness. Yeah. Leaving the game in disbelief that we can lose 
just such a crap team. They're pretty bad, yeah. Offense, not getting it done. Defense doing its thing. It's not enough. And here we are. What, four field goals later? <laughs> driving home. And that might be the end of Rogers. End of an era. What's next? Who knows? Driving home, then what's next? Hey, Ryan. Hey. I know you got limited time here. This is Corey. Hey, man. <laughs> this is Corey from Oconomowoc again. So we're out of the stadium. We're on the bus. We're going home. Party bus. It's it's a sad scene. Get some sweet Caroline going. That. Um, it's tough to watch. I mean, we came out. We gave it our all as fans, and we just couldn't just couldn't come through. So tough. It's tough. I mean, I look forward to the PFF grades. I look forward to seeing what like what all the stats were for the game, but. It was pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. Like some, we need some significant changes. That's to happen. Listening to Pretty Woman. Top to bottom. So I don't know. Thanks for your time, dude. Look forward to listening. Yeah. We'll stay tuned in. Have a good night, dude. All right. That is a party bus. Yeah, man, it's pretty somber. Um. I mean, either way, I mean, no matter what, it's not, it's not good. There's, here, here's the situation. It is possible that the Packers have a very good year next year with Rodgers, and there's a scenario in which we have a very good year without Rodgers. That's also true in the negative, with and without. I just think that there's so much, so many unfortunate things that lead to things potentially being bad more so than usual. Usually we're kind of running back the same thing over and over again. This time, sorry, I have the office on in my office, office on in my office, and um, I have it muted. And I just looked, I just glanced at the TV and Angelo's holding the mug that said Astrid. It's supposed to be Astrid, uh, but they didn't know how to spell it. Oh, sorry, that got me a little bit. <laughs> But um, it, it it just feels sloppy. Everything just feels sloppy. Like the, the cap is a mess. The quarterback situation is a mess. There's there's things that are like good but not, you know, like I like the offensive line, but it's just, it, it just, it's not where it needs to be. You know, the, the Myers, Runyon, Yash thing, eh, I don't know. The wide receivers, I, I'm excited about it, but also it's kind of a mess. You know, Dobbs, I don't think he's really there yet and I don't know if he'll be the answer I really like Christian but I don't think he's sort of that every down kind of guy so it's like I'm I'm super I'm on one hand super excited on the other hand we're about to lose a bunch of wide receivers I think and be really light and also probably lacking a little bit of firepower um again the quarterback situation I think I'm okay with it either way but I don't know what it is and also I'm I'm afraid of it on one hand you have a quarterback we cannot afford, taking too much of our cap, not just now, but after he leaves, we're super broke. Um, 
and he's not playing well. And on the other hand, you've got Love, which is the cheaper and fresher and newer option. But obviously, for the most part, we've seen him. It hasn't been very good. And so I don't think he's going to be a very good future quarterback. But he might be. I don't know. We'll see. The running backs. I like what we have. But I don't think we can afford Jones moving forward. And Dylan is good sometimes and just kind of mediocre other times. So it's like, I I like it. And I'm close to loving it. But I'm also close to being like, this thing is, you know, if it takes a half a step back, suddenly it's like a subpar unit. You know what I mean? So it's weird. The tight ends. I don't know who's staying, who's going. You know, I mean, there's optimism. We could get a guy, and that could really transform the entire offense. But at the same time, if we don't get anyone, then we just don't have any defense, like defensive line. Ah, Like, we got Kenny. We got Wyatt. It should be great. But what if Kenny has a bad year and Wyatt doesn't grow? Then we suck, but we could be great. And the edge rushers, it's like, dang, we got Rashawn, but he's hurt. And Preston, but he's kind of vacillates. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. We got Kingsley and Igbari who's kind of above average, but he's not going to be like an elite player. And the corners are great, except sometimes Jair's not great, and Stokes was kind of off to a bad start, plus he was out for the year. And Razul also, like, really good year, but then kind of not a good year, but then he kind of bounced back again. And then the safeties, like, Savage kind of showed a little bit, and I'm excited that maybe he can figure it out, but also maybe he's just really bad and and hey we found rudy ford except rudy ford was sort of a you know a nobody that came out of nowhere and there's a good chance that he doesn't really end up being anything and it was kind of a fluky thing and amos although he might be leaving there's so many weird things where it's like i i we're we're inches away from being just this elite dominant team and we're we're just inches away in the other direction from being just this awful horrible mess and there's just too many questions. And I just freaking want to get them sorted out. And I think that's part of the reason with the, the, the Rodgers love thing is if we find out Rodgers is staying, it's an answer to the question, but it's still not sorted out. We're just pushing it back. We are moving on from Aaron Rodgers. That is happening. It's just a matter of when. This year or next year? Or maybe the year after? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know anything. I just need some kind of clarity. I just I want a palate cleanser, you know? Like, this is who we are. This is the direction we're going. That's all I want. What's going on? It's uh, Omar the Firefighter again. Hey. I called back because I just finished watching the uh, press conference. Um, Aaron Rodgers said, and it's really, uh, first of all, I know a lot of us were saying can't walk away from the money, but he made it seem like he, he can walk away from the money. I've been saying that since day one. I know it's a lot of money, but there's nothing... Just based on who Rodgers is, first of all, he's not the kind of guy that's going to feel stuck doing anything. He's not stuck. His whole persona is about being free. And in his mind, if he decides he wants to be free from football and go retire, he's going to do that. If somebody's like, well, you got a bunch of money, dude, I don't care. Well, the contract, I don't care. Well, what about, uh, doesn't matter. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And if I want to retire, that's what I'm going to do. Same with the stupid Tom Brady thing. Well, he doesn't want to share a stage with Tom. Why? Why? Well, because he's so petty. He just doesn't want to be next to somebody like Tom and share the spotlight. He's going to share the spotlight no matter what. The whole point is it's a stage filled with great players. Hall of Fame players. (laughs) That's what it is. He doesn't care. 
He doesn't care. That's not good. He's not going to subject himself to something he hates for an entire year. I mean, if that's the conclusion he comes to, like, I can't deal with it anymore. Too much work, too much of a grind. I want to go be free. I want to go live with my money and and a bunch of witches and ayahuasca and whatever else I want to do. I want to be free. I want to climb a mountain. I want to swim with sharks. I want to do all this crazy stuff with the Dalai Lama. We're going to be bros. We're going to hang out. We're going to chill. And then he's like, oh, wait, I can't because Tom Brady and I'm petty. So I guess I'm going to have to cancel my entire retirement and go grind it out with a team I don't want to play with and everybody else because of that. Come on. Come on. That's silly. It ain't nothing. Um, but also, he he kind of, he, he definitely made it known, like, hey, if y'all going to cut Jones, if y'all going to, you know, let Bautiari go, if y'all going to let all my boys go, but not bring them back, and I ain't going to be here, so. That's also what I had said. That's the on, the Packers' only real recourse, if they do want to move on from him. And that's what's going to be interesting in these meetings. Um because if, if the Packers are just offering up some lip service saying we definitely want them back, but actually they don't, they have a very easy one-step process to making sure Rodgers doesn't come back. And that's simply saying, um, we'd love to have you back, Rodgers. You know you're our guy. Uh, we just want to let you know that we're moving on from Randall and Jones and Bakhtiari. I don't know about Bakhtiari, but maybe. Uh, we're going to be moving on from these guys because we want to build into a younger newer, younger, fresher position, uh, direction. And, uh, but, but totally up to you. And then he retires. Uh, if the team want to get rid of him, they, he basically gave him the blueprint. Right. Exactly. Um, but right now he sounds like he about, I would say like 65%, like leaning towards retirement, to be honest with you, or even 75 feet. I know it's a lot of emotions right now. Um, yeah, I think that's largely what it is. With few players away, which I agree. If we, you know, we can get a dependable receiving core, because like I said, Dobbs dropped that pass and that 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 would hurt. That was a big play. Um, but like, you get a tight end, get a get a good another receiver, especially like I said, somebody that's fast. And you got, you know, two fast wide receivers and Watson and whoever, like, another rookie or somebody to bring in, that's going to be hard to stop. Um, so I think if we make a big play, he'll come back to somebody. Or if uh, a team that's like a QB away, like, will offer to take him and he thinks he can win the Super Bowl with them, he'll come back. But if, um, if, if like I said, it's a lot based on how we're going to build the team. Yep. And uh, I like to say, I don't think it's too a whole lot of people, teams that will take his salary. Um, so that's a QB away. Um, and I guess a lot got to do with uh, what Tom Brady going to do as well. If, if the Bucks win the Super Bowl, you know, maybe he'll probably retire then. Uh, but either way, it's um, which is that's actually a team he could probably go to. They got weapons. They talked to Tom Brady not going back there. Um, but, you know, we'll see what it's going to be. Kind of, I'm glad it's not going to be stressful like when Brett Favre was going back and forth. I, I think that was stressful for all us Packer fans. And he admitted that he's not going to do that to us. So sounds like we'll learn pretty soon. Uh, I feel like you could probably hear a little bit of emotion in my voice. Like, wow, because I kind of, like I said, after the game, I was like, oh, it's all good. We lost. You know, I, you know, I understand we're not that good. But seeing his, Aaron Rodgers' reaction is like, I kind of feel his pain because 
know he want to go out like that, but yeah. he might do it. And he knows it's a good chance that could happen. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, I also am happy and glad he said that Jordan Love is going to have a long future in the NFL. And so let me call him back. Uh, sorry, got a little emotional there over here about the cry. <laughs> Nah, but uh, it's, 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 man, it's kind of a disappointing season, but everything happened for a reason. And the most important position you need to get right on the football team is a QB. Yep. Um, and I think we have one, a good one in Jordan Love, so we should be all right um, if Rodgers leaves or if he doesn't trade him and try to get another one, but that'd be a little stressful. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm happy for the good times this season. I'm happy for the packing that podcast. So, thank you. You know, just keep giving us conversations, looking for drafts and free agency, and give us plenty more content. And I hope you know people don't stop listening because oh, it's they a will. wonderful show. You do an excellent <laughs> job. Thank but you. I'm really looking forward to how our season, how this all season going to go. So, all right, go pack, go. Just want to let y'all know I love all y'all guys and girls. And I still can't believe, like, I'm, like, you can hear the emotion. I'm like, damn, like, I'm, I'm more sad just seeing the Rogers, man. He looks like he might be done. Like, I said 65, 75, but he, he, I can tell, like, he's like, he don't know what he's going to do. Um, so, either way, uh, I'm going to say this. I know some people might not feel this way, but, if you don't win the Super Bowl with us, I hope you do come back and win the Super Bowl with whatever team you go to, you know, unless you play us in the Super Bowl. Because just having a lot of people respect him, I know he got shafted by not having a good defense and special teams when he was balling. So it's, it's just a lot of people look at, oh, Brady's far more superior, you know. But Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So I just want him to get a little bit more respect. So, all right, go back, go home out. I think I would be okay with that with the caveat that Jordan Love is a very good quarterback. And honestly, as as stupid and petty as it sounds, um, the the biggest reason I wouldn't want him to come back and win a Super Bowl is just for all the I told you so's. Hearing all the the media morons talk about how stupid of a decision it was. Look how great everything is, blah, blah, blah. And then listening to all the Packer fans that didn't want him to leave, kicking and screaming about it. I, I just don't want to deal with that. But I'll tell you what. I can at least defend myself if Jordan Love is a good quarterback. If we get into the playoffs and we lose and Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, if people want to kick and scream about that, they're stupid. Because... I would not take MVP Aaron Rodgers to runner-up MVP Jordan Love in a situation where Jordan Love has 10, 15 more years as a quarterback and Rodgers is in the final year of his career. That doesn't make any sense. That's not a trade I want to make. So um, I'd rather that just doesn't happen. I'd rather Rodgers just decides to retire and rides off into the sunset. And as far as not wanting to go out like that, I totally get it. But also it's kind of like... when you go for two points and you don't get it, and then you go for two, trying to catch up for the two that you missed and you don't get that, and then you just keep spiraling and falling downward, I feel like that's the situation Rodgers is in, right? I mean, 
he didn't get a Super Bowl, and then he didn't get a Super Bowl, and then he didn't get a Super Bowl, and now things are really getting bad, and now he wants to come back to try to make up for the fact that it was so bad. And it's like, yeah, but if that's bad, now you got to come back again. Otherwise, because now you're talking about two really bad seasons. You don't want to go out on two bad seasons. That's worse than one bad season, especially with one bad season. You can kind of blame it on stuff like, well, a lot of changes. Devontae left, blah, blah, blah. If I would have stuck around, like we totally could have got it figured out. Blame the coach, blame the scheme, blame the receivers, blame the offensive line, whatever. You, you, you know, you can make it work. But back-to-back seasons playing like that, I don't know. I don't know. It's only a good plan to come back and fix it if you assume that it's actually going to get better. Because if it's going to be this again, that was a really bad decision. Hey, Pack Daddy, what's up, man? It's hey, Timmy. Timmy. So my biggest takeaway from the game is that we're still stuck with Aaron Rodgers, Goody, and LaFleur. And may as well keep Joe Barry. Um, the offense cost us the game. Mm-hmm. So I really hope there's not a scapegoat situation and someone on the defense goes because it was the offense. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Jordan Love. Are you telling me he could not win nine games this season? All right, that's it. Um, I, I, honestly, that's that's been my thought this whole time as I'm watching the games. And I know, again, it's not just the quarterback, but I'm watching it going, Jordan Love couldn't do that? Really? He can't do that. He couldn't have done better in that situation. He couldn't have made that throw. How many throws... Do you remember off the top of your head that Jordan Love cannot make? And keep in mind, Jordan Love does have the ability, like every quarterback that's ever played in the NFL in all of history, to make some miraculous throws once in a while. Right? Justin Fields makes unbelievable throws once in a while. Like once a game, once every other game. Mitch Trubisky was classic with that. He'd always have that one great throw. Everybody has a couple good throws. What happened this year that you watched and just thought, man, Love could never do that? I can't think of anything. The only thing would be the the little bits here and there, the the adjustments at the line, the this, the, but 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 nothing was good. It's not like Rogers made checks and it, like every time he'd make a check, he'd be like, oh, this is going to be great. It wasn't. It usually sucked. All right. If it's like, well, his input on the offense, well, the offense sucked and the scheme sucked and everything sucked. Everything was bad. So it's hard to be like, well, this is where he really improved things. Because nothing was good. So the only thing you're left with is this assumption that, well, if he was gone, it would have been worse. You just can't really see how. Um, sort of this this hidden value that he brought that you just can't see, which is a tough sell, I got to be honest. Um, and look, if you, if you don't think Love could do it, it's not because Rodgers was great. It's just because Love isn't the guy. Because Love is just terrible. And honestly, when I think about Jordan Love and, and when he was really bad, you think about a guy that occasionally would make some great throws and occasionally would keep this thing going and then just would make some boneheaded throw and it would probably end up being intercepted. And then you think, well, that's exactly how Rodgers' season went. But again, if, 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 if that's Love and it turns out he's not the guy, fine. Then we go out and find somebody else. And we go out and find somebody else. But at this point, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm... I'm I, Watching this season, watching that Lions game, and there isn't a single thing. 
The only really good throw in that game was to Romeo Dobbs. Um, and again, I, I don't know that Love couldn't have thrown that. I don't know that Love would have thrown that. Um, he might have gone somewhere else with the ball, which would have also been fine. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, is that it? That's why you got to keep Rodgers, because despite all the bad, once every 17 games he makes that throw? I don't know. Hey, Ryan, it's Nate. Hey, um, man. I'm sure you know I'm calling in for my uh, for my usual. Uh, I'll have the usual. Obviously, we lost. Um, but I'm just... I'm just angry more than anything, especially at the at the positive crew, the Sunshine and Rainbows crowd, because again they talked me into, <laughs> or rather bullied me into, um, agreeing with them and pretending like this team was going to go anywhere and do anything, uh, which I said the whole season they weren't going to, but uh, every time I said that, just, everybody lashed out at me, said no, no, this is the year. Um, you know, they said they were going to, you know, sneak in just like they did in 2010 and get the lowest seed and go all the way. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen. And yet I convinced myself that it was because it was just easier than getting in constant arguments. So, uh, for all you positive sunshine and rainbows people, f- you, f- you, and, uh, yeah, f- you go back home. I love that you're never going to hold back, Nate. Well, I'll take responsibility for my conversion over to the to the to the light, and and I honestly think that I was right in converting to that side. I was wrong for doubting them, and even though they didn't make it, which is true, they certainly could have, and I didn't think that they could have. I didn't think that the offense could turn around, and it did. I didn't think the defense could turn around, and it did. I didn't think the special teams could turn around, and it did. Now the offense freaking imploded. Um, which is a separate issue. But um, I said the season was over. There's no way they could turn it around. It would never happen. And they did. So I think, uh, I think, I think I made the right decision. Although yes, from a, uh, I don't know, protecting your emotions standpoint, it probably would have been better to not jump on that train, but is what it is, man. Hey Ryan, it's Nate again. I'm still angry. So I had to call one more time. Okay. I'm really upset because, I was just thinking about all the uh, all the starting time that Love didn't get. Yeah, uh, that's and true. now now who knows what's going to happen? Um, gotten much time at all, and we could have. You know, I was actually thinking about that. I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but I, I was thinking about that even going into the Lions game, where you see how bad Rodgers was playing, and you have those thoughts of I kind of think Love might be better or at least wonder if Love would be better and would like to give him a shot. But you know that they would never in a million years bench Rodgers. They wouldn't. But it's frustrating because the season's hanging in the balance, and I genuinely believe that there's a chance that this team improves if it was Love at the helm. But again, we we can't do that. And so we're going into this, and I'm we're going into the games, and I'm thinking our biggest weakness is, is the quarterback, and we might have a solution for that, and we'll never know because we don't have the guts to simply say our future, Jordan Love, cannot start because of Aaron Rodgers, which is, which is also crazy because this kind of thing actually happens a lot. You draft a young quarterback, and you allow the older guy to stick in there. Granted, usually they're not uh, Aaron Rodgers, although 
whatever that even means. I mean, usually they're not a person of that stature. But you allow the uh, the veteran to take over, and at some point the veteran starts to slip. They have some bad games, and that's when they kind of make their slick little transition, right? Like, oh boy, I guess we got to make a change. That's crazy. Like, I didn't want to do this all along with my new flashy toy. But we can't do that. We can't say, hey, we got this guy. He's really talented. We traded up in the first. Oh, and by the way, we've been grooming him for three years to be the guy. He's had lots of training with Matt LaFleur, who is a quarterback guy, with two different quarterback coaches and learning under Aaron Rodgers. He's playing at a pretty high level right now, and Rodgers is struggling. He's injured. He's struggling. Whatever the reasons, I don't know, but it is what it is. This is a perfect opportunity to put him in, but we can't because you just you just can't do that. We could have we could have had him have all kinds of time, and we could have gotten some reps for next year, and we could have seen what we had in him. But what did we do? We put in put in Rodgers, and we let Rodgers play out the entire season. What did Rodgers do for us? Any uh, anybody want to answer? Um, the the correct answer is nothing. Rodgers did nothing for us that Love couldn't do. Right. Uh, Love can make all those throws, you know, over overthrowing, underthrowing, throwing in the dirt. Love can Love can do that. I guarantee Love can do that if that's what you want to see. And uh, the other thing that I'm really pissed about is we're we're drafting in the same f-ing place that we always f-ing draft in now. <laughs> we got nothing. Hey, 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 hey. We usually draft in the twenties. Out of this, nothing. Why did you people want? Why did you people want this? Why did all of our fans want this? Why did you want Rodgers to go play his washed-up ass out there and not put love in, see what we had, and then maybe we make it to the playoffs, or maybe we don't, and maybe we get a higher draft pick, and we get a quarterback who had some reps under his belt who could come in and play. But instead, instead, we're still under contract with Rodgers because we gave in to him, because we always give in to him, and I'm sick of it. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I don't I don't want to watch Rodgers anymore. I really don't. I haven't, and I'm tired of everybody getting pissed when you say that you're tired of Rodgers because it's it's time. It's just time. It's we never finished the rebuild that we were supposed to. Yeah. We were supposed to finish that rebuild when we drafted Love. That's when it was supposed to start, and then we decided to keep playing Rodgers. We decided to let him come back, and he had he was playing out of spite, and that's what Rodgers loves to do. He loves to play out of spite. So, of course, he comes in and he has an MVP season. And then everybody panics, and they're like, oh, well, maybe Rodgers isn't washed up. I think you're seeing now that he maybe isn't fully washed up. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's the best to ever do it. I'm saying he's old. He's old, and he can't do what he used to do anymore. So it's time to move on. We've, moved, we've, we've been rebuilding this whole team. We have a young, talented team all coming up. Why, why are we just refusing to change out this one piece that is clearly not playing to our standards? I don't know. I need some answers. Um, I know it's, it's, it's a horse that's been beaten to death. I don't even know if you want to talk about it anymore, Ryan, but... Yeah. I just want to know why everybody seems to want this, because I, I sure as I get it. Yeah, and, and you know, I get it from Brian Gutekind's standpoint. And you're right, this was supposed to be a rebuild. Rodgers was clearly falling off. He wasn't playing very well back in 2018, right? Kind of lost all the, kind of like what we're seeing now. Like, it's just, I don't know what that is, but that's not a good quarterback. But everybody else was bad, and the coach, and you had a bunch of other questions. 
And so we tore everything down. We started to rebuild it. We drafted the quarterback. We're ready to move on. And Rodgers is like, oh, by the way, MVP. And it's like, well, what, what now? He played out of his mind. And so I get saying, well, we can't. I mean, if you've got your guy, you don't just let him go. So sucks that we drafted Jordan Love, but if Rodgers is going to be playing like an MVP in this Matt LaFleur system and, and we got Devontae and everything, like, this is it, man. We, we have that team to win a Super Bowl. Let's do this. So we ran it back and MVP again. But then Devontae left and it's like we're kind of having a hard time keeping this together and the contracts are getting a little stupid, but let's try to run it back again. We'll sign Rodgers to his contract because, again, if you've got that quarterback, as I said, you just you just don't let him go. So we paid him, and we're sticking with it. But this year, Rodgers wasn't good. The team wasn't good. There's no reason to continue this. There's no reason to run this back. So at this point, although I know they, they have limited options, but at this point, if their genuine position is, we need to run this back. We need to keep Rodgers at all costs. We need to try to keep this, this ship together. We need to keep going with these insane contracts. For what? For a nine-win season and for an eight-win season and missing the playoffs? That's what for? Really? No. No, no, no. You don't run this back. You, you, you were right. You had a window. You uh, tried to take advantage of that window. You did the best you could. And you ended up with a losing season. And so now we need to get back to that original strategy of, of building this thing, right? You're right. You don't get rid of a great quarterback, but we don't have one right now. So now we got to figure something else out. And um, I, can get, I, can, I, I got behind you before. Even though technically you were wrong about this, you had no way of knowing it was going to turn into this. So I'll give you a pass. But now having seen it with your own freaking eyes and, it, and, and experiencing it for an entire season... If you're determined to run this back, that's a problem for me. And as much as I love Gutekunst, that's a big red flag. Anyways, uh, time's getting away from me a little bit. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back and do some more of this. Patreon.com forward slash back underscore daddy. FertileGroundRanchDiscipleshipMinistry.org. Talk to you in a minute. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Hey Ryan, it's uh, Jersey Mike again. Hey. So I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking about last night, thinking about the future of the team, uh, thinking about Rogers' press conference last night. Uh, listen to you, you packing that after dark, and listening to what everybody's saying. Um, here, here's I, I know I'm gonna beat this Aaron Rodgers dead horse, but 
Here's what I got to say. Aaron Rodgers has given us some fantastic football over the years. Yep. Some great football, right? Um, he, he brought us to the Super Bowl. He's brought us to multiple NFC Championship games. He's brought playoffs so many times, right? We got we to gotta appreciate that. And yeah. I personally would never get along with a guy like Aaron Rodgers because I hate his lack of accountability. Um, he's shown some of it this year, but I, I still think it hasn't been enough. Um, and and here, here's where I'm really at. This, this Brian Gutekunst, Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers experiment needs to be out the window. Uh, we've got a, a quarterback who's trying to dictate to – a really, what I thought was a really good uh, coach, how to play football. Aaron Rodgers is smart. Aaron Rodgers is great, but he isn't with Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur needs a quarterback who's going to listen, who's going to uh, call the plays the way that they're meant, who's going to read the coverage the way that they're meant, is going to get rid of the ball on time the way that it's meant, who's going to hand it off when it needs to, who isn't going to blame everybody other than himself, who who's going to, you know, take the criticism and, and, and adapt within this offense. What we've seen is that this offense had to adapt to Aaron Rodgers, and I said from day one that was absolutely unacceptable. And Brian Gutekunst fell into it. He allowed Rodgers to take care, take, take control of this team. And this is what happens when you allow divas in sports to control teams. So like, yeah, the Aaron Rodgers experiment happened. He's not Tom Brady. We, we never said he was Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a fiery, fiery master, right? And even he looks really bad. I mean, look what, look what happened to him. So let's stop letting these guys who, who are has-beens, right? Has been great. Let's stop letting them dictate where we go with our franchise. You know, Brian Gutekunst, I, I had to say he arguably had the best draft of the entire the entire NFL last year. So let's build upon that this year. I think we need to get some draft capital for Aaron Rodgers. Shave. If we don't even get a first at this point, I'm I'm good for two seconds, right? Give me two seconds. Put him on a team like the Texans or or the Colts who are going to grab a quarterback. Uh, or, or or send him send him to Oakland with Devonte. Let him let him ride out. Oh, did I lose you? All right, uh, he called back. Here we go. Yeah, it looks like I got cut off. Oh, <laughs> I got to get better at that. Um, well, wherever I was talking, I, my my whole sentiment is we've got to see what this team looks like. Uh, you know, with a different QB and and another solid draft. I would like to see. You know, pick us up another running back so we don't have to rely on A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. It sounds crazy, right? But Aaron Jones can be used in the slot. We could pick up another guy like Jameer Gibbs or, or Deuce Vaughn or or Blake Corum and use them as slot slash, you know, receiving back weapons. And they have some really high upside. I think this offensive line actually looks pretty good. Maybe get a tackle, another tackle or two. Um, just to, you know, uh, enable Zach Tom to, to fill in for Bakhtiari and still have somebody on the right side who's, who's good. Um, last night I was really concerned with, with Nyman. Uh, I'm thankful that he, they took him out. Um, I think Runyon, I don't, I don't know what it is with Runyon on the right side. It doesn't look as good on the left. Um, but it, it seems like there was just some lack of communication between him. And, and Tom on some of those plays and, and that kind of got some plays blown up. And, and quite frankly, uh, this, this stretch run, 
where where we have guys who are going against the flow of our offensive linemen on defense, and they're just like Alan McNeil and just just blasting through. And that's 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 a thing we've seen a lot of. Um, I'm just wondering if if we just need to bolster this offensive line a little bit, maybe get another tight end like a Darnell Washington or a Dalton Kincaid. Um, pair that up with uh, another running back and some linemen. Like we just need to we need to focus on offense this year. On this offseason, get get some you know just rotational pieces for edge defender and and defensive interior. Maybe a cornerback late or pick up one pick up one of those defensive guys uh, in free agency. I don't know who's going to be available. I mean, obviously we got to start looking at the offseason here. So let's. Uh, I just hope we can move past Aaron Rodgers and and finally see what this team is. So uh, yeah, go Pat, go. Yeah, and I think the general tone, and I don't want to put words in everybody's mouth, but it's kind of what I'm coming to, and it seems like what everybody's saying is we just want a fresh start. We've been dragging the same strategy for year after year after year, and we can't get it done. Even when things are great, we can't get it done. And we're just ready to try something new, you know? Um, And that would be a stupid sentiment if it was just new for the sake of new, but things were great, but things aren't great. So, been there, we've done that. A lot of other teams, look, they're, they're doing new stuff and it's great. New coaches, new schemes, new quarterbacks. I mean, you, you look at the Eagles, they went out and got, they, they drafted a guy like right after Jordan and they were mocked. So You think the Packers were mocked for taking Jordan Love? Oh my goodness. The Eagles were absolutely eviscerated for drafting Jalen Hurts. They got dogged so hard for drafting that guy. And you know what? They played him. They played him. They stuck with him. They built around him. They went out and got some wide receivers because they got a ton of money because the guy's basically free. And they they built a great team. And look at him now, right? I get why we decided not to do that and we stuck with it. But time, time, time for fresh, time for exciting, time for new. Let's have some fun. What's up, Brian? This is Blake Dad. Hey. Um, I had a wait at night or day. You want to call that night? It would have just been negative cuss words, probably left yeah. and right. So sleeping on it, waking up this morning. I decided let's go. Let's try a positive route. Okay. Sure. Sounds great. Next year, let's just Aaron Rodgers. Let's just he can just go away. He can go <laughs> to Cabo or Hawaii or whatever the heck. I was thinking this would be the first call. Or where we go positive and we don't talk about Rodgers needing to leave. Nope, not so much. You want to do it. And we got Jordan Love. We got Watson. We got Dobbs. Um, we'll see how this offense is ran through the way Matt LaFleur wants it to be run. Um, maybe Aaron Jones doesn't come back. Maybe um, A.J. Dillon's the guy, and he just runs 20 times a game for his 80 yards, but has a touchdown and runs over four people. No, that'd be pretty cool. Let's yeah. uh, sort of focus on that, maybe. I know it's impossible because this team stinks and blows every possible winning in game and every trash and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I'm going to start getting irritated again, so I'm going to hang up. But, yeah, maybe. Bye. Yeah, no, that all sounds great. Uh, Dylan will smash some people and Rogers will go on vacation. And, you know, that sounds good. Sounds fun. I like it. 
He ran his name. Speaking of angry swearing, here's Nate again. <laughs> uh, calling again. Sorry, I'm sure you're sick of hearing from me. Um, no, you're good. But dude. You, you're gonna be you're, you're gonna be my my fan therapy. Do so, it. So um, take take that with how you want to. Uh, if you if you want to skip over my call, oh, no, keep going. You, you got it. You're good. I want to know where 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 the decision was, and I I, I kind of get it. Like why are we re-signed Razul because we didn't have much better option. But I was, I, to be fair, I was really against the Razul signing. I didn't, I didn't want them to bring him back. I didn't think he was worth the money. I think he had one, like, lights-out season, and then I do, I knew it was going to drop off. I think we all kind of knew that there was no way he was going to play like that again. But he's also just not worth the money in the fact that he's kind of a hothead, and he he does dumb shit. Um you know, it's it's not it's not the first time, and it's not going to be the last. I, I I don't think that he is mature enough to be on this defense. I like his energy. I just wish he had a little more restraint. And then onto the more obvious one uh, with Quay Walker. Um, man, we can't tolerate that. Um, we just can't. And I know people are going to defend him and say, "Oh, the guy came up and and shoved him, and he didn't know it was a." He didn't know it was another person or somebody that wasn't a player. And okay, two things. One, even if it's another player, don't shove people. That, that never ends well. You're gonna draw a penalty. You know, maybe not that time. Maybe maybe not the tenth time. But one of those times, you're gonna draw a penalty. And also, when when he gets shoved, you can clearly see him look over, see who shoved yeah, him. Yeah, he knew. And then he. Still, he looked like, at Adam. pushed him anyway. The yeah. guy was just trying to get through to help out an injured player. Yeah, it's not like he did. He shoved with malice or anything. He just kind of like pushed him aside, and then Quay decided to go and just make it worse. And it's not the first time. It's not the first time. And right. he's a rookie. This is his first year. And I, you know, maybe maybe we give him another shot and we say, hey, it's your rookie year, man. Um, you know, don't do shit like that again. But. uh I just hope it's not signs of what's to come because that's not the kind of players that I want on this defense. I want them to be junkyard dogs and everything, but I want them to have some f***ing adult restraint. You know, this isn't a child's game. Grow the f*** up. Go Petco. Yeah, with Razul, I mean, he's not great, but if we start cutting everybody that's not great, we don't have a team. I think I think he did massively regress like I kind of thought he would. Um but he's still capable, and he's really not getting paid very much. So I'll take a capable, relatively cheap corner, and then we can kind of backfill some of these other areas that are that are bigger needs and, and maybe just upgrade a few other things. Uh, we can worry about trying to find a new corner later. Um, and, yeah, as far as Quay, it's, I mean, it's not acceptable, and it is stupid. I mean, I, I, I think some of it's getting overplayed a little bit as far as – how much heat he's getting, especially with the whole, um, it's a member of the medical staff. How dare you like, all right, calm down. You know, like it would be equally stupid if it was a coach as it was somebody in the medical staff. Let's not be ridiculous, but yeah, I mean, he absolutely needs to be smarter than that. I mean, I I don't know what it is. There's something that should be in your brain that says, I'm not going to shove a civilian, you know, and he just doesn't have that. So I like that he's aggressive. I like that he's violent. If that occasionally means 
you know, body slamming a guy on the field. Nah, it is what it is. It's frustrating. It's annoying. But I'll take it if it means that you are just a generally a violent, talented football player. But if you're a subpar linebacker and you're doing that stuff and the stuff that you're doing is wildly out of control and you're doing it multiple times, it's kind of weird. And by the way, love Devontae Wyatt. I think what he did was even worse. Quay reacted and it was stupid. And there was a little delay there. It's not like somebody pushed him and he turned around and pushed real right back. And, and he, to say he got pushed is also, it's not like somebody came over and like shoved, you know, you push real hard and kind of lose your balance. He just kind of like, you know, moved him out of the way. And Quay, yeah, he turned and he looked right at the guy, clearly not wearing a jersey, and shoved him in the back. And then stood there and stared at him. Again, if, if it's an accident, throw your hands and be like, sorry, dude, I thought you were like, my bad. No, he stood there, stared at him like, don't touch me. But then Wyatt comes over and he bumps into him as if to say, like, you better step off my, my, my teammate. What are you doing? This isn't a street fight. You're not at a bar and your drunk buddy's mouthing off and you feel like you got to back up your buddy, even though he's being an idiot. This is not that situation. You are a professional football player on national television representing a major organization. You're at work right now. And your buddy made a really stupid mistake. The only thing you should be doing is walking over and be like, dude, freaking chill. That's it. So yeah, I don't want him going anywhere. I'm certainly not getting rid of Quay. He's a rookie and he's a promising player. I mean, you know, he shoved a guy. It's stupid, but it's at the same time, BFD. It's not like he went out at night and is beating people with hammers. And it's like, all right, dude, I don't think we can tolerate this. We got to let you go. He pushed a guy in the shoulder. You know, yeah, you can't do that. It's a big penalty, but I'm not going to cut him over that. Let's do one more. All I can say is I'm disappointed. Um, Last night's game basically was a summary of the entire season. Inconsistent play. Um, So many, so many mistakes that were unnecessary. The offensive line not protecting. The defense giving up big plays on third down. Uh, not scoring in the red zone over and over and over. And they just dropping balls when you needed the play and not being able to make the play. It just, uh, just summarizes the whole season. Um, I'm thankful they got that far and we were still playing meaningful games in December. Um, but man, you can only have your heart jerked out of your chest so many times. And here we go again. It's just, uh, what a game. Um, I'm proud of, of some of these guys fighting until the very end. Watson seemed to have one of those big games where he's like, man, I'll just give me the ball. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can with it. And then other guys just, just couldn't, couldn't pull it off. So uh, just watching Rogers and Cobb walk into that tunnel into the proverbial sunset was surreal. So uh, I don't know. I'm pretty choked up about the whole thing. I'm out. You know, it's funny because a lot of the rookies took a lot of blame in that last game. I kept hearing comments about, you know, the rookies were struggling. You had Dobbs with a drop, et cetera, et cetera. 
we keep talking about Aaron Rodgers and wanting to start over fresh. And if there was ever a case that that's a good direction to go in and to let the young guys kind of take over this team, it's the 2022 rookie class. Jacob Morley posted this on Twitter. G, uh, Green Bay rookie class via PFF. Quay Walker was first in tackles, first in stops, and allowed the lowest completion percentage on the entire team. Devontae Wyatt had the highest pass rush win rate on the team. Christian Watson was first in touchdowns and second in yards per route run. Kingsley Enigbare, highest pass rush win rate. Is that different for defensive tackles and edge rushers, maybe? Because that's what Devontae Wyatt had. (laughs) And Zach Tom was first in pass block efficiency. You mentioned guys that fought hard. And it's crazy to me to think that I think some of the guys that fought the hardest, you look at that final game, the two highest grades, the only two really high grades were who? Christian Watson and Devontae Wyatt. And that's up against the backdrop of, again, Rodgers having a down year. Lazard had a down year. Randall had a you know subpar year, but, you know, whatever. Pretty standard for him, probably. Yash was a fun experiment, but it maybe is time to kind of bring that to an end while Zach Tom rises to the occasion. Kenny had a down year. All the veterans, all the guys that we've come to know and love and trust, the exception of, you know, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, although, you know, in that last game, Jones obviously struggled. But it's the young guys that stepped up and said, I want this. Let's give them the opportunities. That's what 2022 was about. It's the first time I think I've ever seen the Packers actually give guys opportunities. So I do think the future is bright. And if nothing else, I think we have a really good core of players. And I absolutely absolutely trust Brian Gutekunst, the guy that orchestrated this draft class, the guy that brought in all these players, the Rudy Fords, the Razul Douglases, the Devondre Campbells, Watson, Dobbs, Torre, Jenkins, Dylan, Wyatt, Reed for whatever it's worth, Preston, Quay, Kingsley, Jair, Amos, Rudy, Razul, Keyshawn. I mean, <laughs> you talk about a rebuild. Talk about rebuilding after 2018. How many people from 2018 are still here? He built this team from the ground up. You got Rodgers, you got Bakhtiari, you got Aaron Jones. That's pretty much it on offense. Defense is what? Kenny and that's it? So I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the uh, for the future. We've got, we got a rough patch, but I, I was more pessimistic after the 2018 season than I am right now, even if you told me Rodgers isn't coming back. After 2018, I said there's no way. There's no way. Rodgers is is not playing well, and we need to move on, but everything's broken. The, the, the locker room is bad. There's something wrong with the locker room, and the players aren't playing well, and da-da-da-da. That's pretty much the same thing, except we have a lot better players on this team than we did back then. And I also had a massive question mark about the head coach. We didn't know who our head coach would be. I had a question mark about the GM. Didn't know if that dude would be any good at anything. No idea about anything, but we figured it out. And uh, again, we have a lot more of those questions answered now than we did back then. And we want a heck of a run from 2019 to 2021. So we'll leave it at that. You guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.